a voi miei signori io voglio narrare a voi miei signori like dog when we were in college there were nights where i like I, I like it was like every the whole day was planned around like we'd be going out and i'd be like i gotta hit the bathroom before we like go to the pre-drink i got like we'd be at the bar dude i used to poop in the bars like which like who wants to do that in college <laughs> yeah, who bro. wants to do that and that like half like, the bars you nah, go to fam. like there's no door on the stall or no lock and then you're like holding the door shut like Poop. Like, when people are fucking screaming at you, they're like, hurry up, man. Who's pooping in the bar? <laughs> Who does that? Like, a guy with undiagnosed celiac disease who didn't know for another 10 years. That's who. Hey, man, when you got to go, you got to go. It is yeah. what it is, right? Exactly. So, yeah, no, it's it's like, I, I think I said, I told my dietitian. Nuclear Apocalypse is brought to you by Applebee's. Applebee's, three apps for $9.99, only for a limited time before the bombs drop. And after the nuclear holocaust wipes out most of the human population, be sure to sit down for Applebee's two for five special. Irradiated fish will be on sale for you and your remaining survivors. Oh no, chicken fried. Cold beer. I love that. I love that in the uh, in the Applebee's version of that song, that they didn't have to change cold beer on a Friday night. Not at all. Right. I like Not my chicken all. fried. Cold beer. Uh, oh, that one's already. That one already works. <laughs> How much do we got to pay this guy? <laughs> we pay him fifty percent less since we only altered one of his lines. Oh, okay. Uh, I was just doing that in there. Actually, I was just singing to the to the girl and the dog. One, transfer, please. No, no, stop. Stop. You, like, like hustle rapper. I need a transfer, cloud. please, from the transfer police. Trying <laughs> to get me and my bus fare, G. Etc. and so forth. There you go. Can you guys please like and subscribe and share. I have a song about the Ukraine coming out. <laughs> no. I- <laughs> oh, my God, Doug. It's 2.04 p.m. here. Sunday, February 27th, 2022. Welcome to episode 70 of the fucking eight podcast. I am your host, the great Cornholio, and I am joined by the lovely Dale Gribble, the bug inspector over here, the exterminator. Wow. I <laughs> Nice. I get the conspiracy character. That's a classic. Oh, underrated show, I think, in history is King of the Hill. 
King of the Hill? Oh, definitely. Mike Judge is a fucking like in general. He's, he's, he's fantastic. But King of the Hills is, is a great show, bro. That was that yeah, was a every, good one. Everything Mike Judge. Do you ever watch Tales from the Tour Bus? A bit, but not like not nearly oh, like I watch King of the Hill or any of those good shows. Good ass show. Mike Judge. The, the I think you would like the second season because it's all about funk and soul in that area, like Rick James okay. and like but okay. it's just like it's just pure rowdiness. And also it's it's like done in an animated style with that Mike Judge animation style. But it's like all real stories. Look at that. We're starting with a recommendation for people, eh? All right. Check it out, guys. Also, <laughs> check us out. What's up? Welcome to our show. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're dying from existential dread right now, check out Tales from the Tour Bus and listen to fucking, hey, 70 episodes. New decade. Are we, we're going to do the, like we said, I think at the end of the last, the last one, are we going to bell bottoms and, you know, uh, Ooh, afros yeah. and shit. I didn't like, even think that. Well, afro for me is the easy peasy one. I just got to put some hairspray uh, in. I keep it up. Not anymore. I think you're. Nah, it's too heavy. It's too heavy I was now. Say, it's too you long. Got too much hair. I, I got the you, ringlets. Like, do you think you? Do you think if you really put in some effort, you could afro that that white boy hair out a little bit? I could definitely like puff. No, nah, I'd be more like Weird Al. It's just it's oh, okay. too heavy to go straight out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But too like much I could, product. Oh yeah, I could definitely. I could definitely. You know, get some volume going on. That's no issue. <laughs> <laughs> volume man podcasting and hair it's all about volume 70 episodes uh fucking a comedic podcasting is at its finest all games no practice dan matt thank you thank you for joining us thank you for distracting yourself from the world with us for an hour uh one thing that we didn't I, I i noticed the other day that was not mentioned astoundingly not mentioned between you and me is um I've been desperately waiting for you to fall to your knees and to suck my fucking dick because the Rams won the Super Bowl. You chumpity chump. And you didn't say shit. You just had that. You ended every episode for like three weeks. You're like, hope you guys get shit pumped. <laughs> Who's talking now, bitch? You should have. You guys should have lost. Uh, that's Kiss all I'm going to say. rings, bitch. I don't want to kiss your fucking rings. I didn't bring Should've it up for lost, a reason. Eh? Should have yeah, lost, eh? Kiss uh-huh. my brown ring. Fuck you. Fuck you guys. <laughs> your what was it? Your ring of what? what was it my ring of suffering? Said? Ring of suffering. <laughs> so here's the thing though. Like you guys were one, like Tom Brady almost came back with another fucking greatest comeback of all time against you guys as you uh-huh. almost throw it away. Uh-huh. And then you get to the final game and run into the fucking Bengals, who like we should have beat the fucking. Oh, should you? Oh, you should have. Oh, I'm not fucking over that. <laughs> like we sacked him nine, nine times, bro. Nine times, nine times. Jeffrey Simmons would have been a fucking Super Bowl MVP. Uh, but I digress. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. you guys won, yeah, and I didn't want to bring it up. Fuck you. Fuck your team. Fuck football. You just didn't want to bow down. Whatever. That's good. I just wanted it on the record. I just wanted, I wanted it to be, to be known for posterity. So, so like hundreds of episodes into the future, we can always look back. People can always come back to the archives of the old episodes and be like, oh, that's right. Matt did have to bow down and, and suck some ass. See, this one hurts because, like, your team won a Super Bowl when we were kids, where we were like, yeah, we were into football, but we were fucking stupid fucking kids. You're not really into football. Like, if, right. I, if, there's, if there's a kid at a like, like a Super Bowl party now, I'm upset. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I love Patrick shit. Mahomes. Like, dude, like, you <laughs> get the fuck out of here, man. Call me in 20 years when the Chiefs win four games a season and you have to live through that. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> Do you know who Tom Bahali is? Like, you should, because he played for 25 fucking years. <laughs> anyway. No, it's it's a bucket list thing. You're right. Like, it's it's like, I've I've witnessed... I've witnessed the thing that I, that like a, a life goal, like I'm sure I'll want it again next year and a million times more until I die. But like, I've, I've seen it in my prime 
Yeah, you're good now. I feel the same way with the Raptors, bro. I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. I can, I can relax. What did I do Fade. to deserve two, two championship teams in like three years? Oh my uh, God. You put up with like some of the worst <laughs> franchises for your pretty much your entire, entire sporting it. life. I've I earned, earned it. it. This is my championship. <laughs> That's right. We I won. stand with the Rams. We, my <laughs> team. The share of Americans who say they often get news from a podcast is quite small, like just 7%, compared with about twice as many people, 16%, who say they sometimes get news from podcasts. At the same time, more than half of Americans, 56%, say they never get news from podcasts, suggesting there is still quite a lot of growth potential for this nascent industry. Are our listeners getting their news from us, do you think? Maybe some, because here, here's why. Here's why. Okay. Age demographic, right? How old are the people that are listening to us? Because the people that are watching the news at home and probably still getting it on their TV are our parents' generation, because that's how they grew up with it. I don't, like, I'm, I listen to the news while I'm working, while I'm driving, while I'm doing yeah. things like that. I have dead time. So I listen to audio sources usually, and the, whether that be Spotify but, and music, but it usually ends up being a podcast. Naturally, mm. I would think that people who want to get news would maybe use that same time to do that. That's my guess and my just armchair understanding. Give me the I, love, data, I sir. love when you I love when you get ahead with ahead of me. Like it's just that symbiosis here, right? Some groups are more likely than others to get news from podcasts. Younger adults in particular are more likely than older adults to at least get some news from their podcasts. One in three adults aged 18 to 29 say they at least sometimes get news from podcasts, compared with just 12% of adults 65. Yeah, that older. sounds about right. Da Ute. Da Ute. The youths. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like some, because I mean, I'm not, I mean, maybe I'm not the type to listen to political podcasts either. So I can't label myself as everybody else in my age demographic. No, because then you'll want to kill yourself as we yeah, touched on yeah. a few episodes. Yeah, fair enough. Suicide cast. <laughs> <laughs> now those with formal education and higher incomes are more likely to get news, at least sometimes from podcasts. United States adults with at least a college degree, for instance, are more likely to get news at least sometimes from podcasts versus those with only a high school education. 28% to 17% respectively. We need more dummies. Come on, you idiots. Come on. <laughs> Subscribe. Listen, we're right up your alley, morons. You, you need this kind. This is the kind of news you want. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we talk about, you know, Florida men, you know, guys who's, no, yeah. I'm going to hold that story. I have to bring that one up still. <laughs> do you, oh, do you have, uh, there's, there's always time for Florida people. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you got any more with this? Is there any more my hard data you well, want? I'm just saying. Well, just space to grow. I mean, you know, we've got Ooh. seven. We did this a year and a half, seventy episodes. Nobody listens, but, but that it's just early days. You know, <laughs> a lot of space to grow in the future. Let's let's keep you it. Hear that? Me huffing. It's huffing. <laughs> it's huffing yeah. copium. That's copium. It's your podcast, <laughs> cop. Just it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. People will listen eventually. Oh, oh, it's true. So we need we need young idiots to listen to us. Is that our prime demographic? It's kind of young us, idiots. But, yeah, yeah, facts. Absolutely. Young, young, smart, dumb, smart, dumb guys. Smart, dumb guys. You smart, know what dumb I mean? guys. Well, smart, smart people can listen to like my other show, but but regular salt of the earth folk, you know, morons. They can listen to us. This, this is what we made this for them. Morons who want to think they have stuff to talk about. Yes. Prime demo. Quick, boom. Call the advertisers. Hey, hey, hey. 
hey, a dynamic ad insertion. I have a lot of people who want to pretend they're smart, but aren't. <laughs> they need ball trimmers. That's what they need. Yeah, mans- need manscaped stat. Dirty, reused mattresses that have been 30-day free trialed and then sent back and then packaged again. And what do they do? With- That's what I'm saying. Do they just no, they- repackage that shit? They just put it in, they just, they just air, you know, what are those, like those, they put them in those air sealed, like, like vacuum sealed, like the one I yep. got that almost killed me in college, right? The, mm-hmm. like, they're going to suck all the air out of it and therefore suck all the stale farts out and then just send it to another person. It's yours now. You can sleep on it. Yeah. Dude, do you think Casper's like, oh, throw it away? Like, no. They're what like, if you're like, it. 30 day free of trial guaranteed. You're like, yo, I spilled grape juice on it. Like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, can I have my money back, please? I, I would believe that there's probably. Like, what are you doing? I was laying in bed with my grape juice and <laughs> I rolled over with no sheets on and I spilled it everywhere. Can I have my money back? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, hey, look, the future's bright for us. The future's not very bright for Finnish skier. Okay. Now you didn't watch very much Olympics and you probably should have. No, but I, I appreciate the weekly updates. Are they over by the way? They are. They're officially, okay. officially done. Uh, it's almost I like that news kind of got lost in the shuffle there for a minute. Eh? Just a little bit, right? Just They're like, yeah, w- sport world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, an Olympic cross-country skier has sustained a nasty injury while competing in the men's freestyle mass race at the Winter Olympics in Beijing on Sunday. Due to concerns risking the fucking weather, these guys went out there, okay? The uh, the race itself got delayed. Uh, I'm going to restart this because I just read the wrong line by accident, and that's why I sounded like an wow, absolute Wow, that's monkey. staying in. That's yeah, staying no, in. Shut the fuck Matt up. Matt needs to roll it back, Matt. Keep no, reading. I'm going to call you and be like, don't do- <laughs> <laughs> like, delete yeah, this. Yeah, well, see, that's the problem about when you seed all editing control to your co-host is you can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking God damn it. Try it again. <clears throat> <laughs> that's going to make it better. Yeah, no kidding, right? An Olympic cross-country skier sustained a nasty injury while competing in the men's freestyle mass race at the Winter Games in Beijing on Sunday. Due to concerns regarding the risk of frostbite, event organizers delayed the race and reduced the skiing distance by up to 40%, cutting it from 50 kilometers to 30 kilometers. However, Finnish athlete Remy Lindholm still suffered uh, some frostbite. Lindholm reached the finish line just under an hour and 16 minutes, despite wearing underlayers, ended the race with a frozen penis. You can guess which body part was a little bit frozen when I finished, Lindholm said in an interview with Finnish Media. It was one of the worst competitions I've been in. It was just about battling through. My guy got frostbite on his cock. I was like, I got to battle. I got to battle this. This is the second time that Lindholm has suffered a frozen penis while getting in a frost country skiing event. He had the exact same injury in a race in Ruka, Finland in 2021. Back-to-back years, my guy froze his dick off trying to compete. I froze my, I froze my dick off. Hey, a lot of us, like, we're, we live in Canada. How many times do we say something like, God, freezing my dick off out here. This guy lived it. This yeah, was real. I went out there in my fucking spandex and my skis, and I battled the elements. I froze my cock, yeah. I froze my dick off winning this medal. Did he win a medal? Sorry, did he actually? Uh, I don't, don't think t- so. <laughs> I don't, don't think so. Tell me he didn't win anything. It doesn't, I, I should look. I just, the article just said that he was a cross-country skier. It never said anything about Sorry, like Google's Olympic name. medalist. Google's name, because I'm imagining like you train for years, you get into the national program, you work your life, you get there, 
all you go all the way to China. This is this is it, baby. This is the time to win. And and what do you come back with? A frozen <laughs> dick. Mom, mom, it was horrible. It was horrible. My cock <laughs> froze. Froze. No, but real talk though. That much. I mean, have you have you ever had frostbite? Not like diagnosable frostbite. No. No, me neither. But in Canada, you're always warned about it, obviously, right? Because you don't want to fucking you don't want to go out there. Yeah, but we're urbanites. We we just you know we live in a city. There's there's always a heated space within like 20 feet of us. Like none of we would never freeze our dick off. My guy, my guy froze his cock off and he finished 28th. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't even finish in the top two dozen people. They had to battle through, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You should have just quit. I'm sorry. You should have just quit. Like, uh, what position am I in? Uh, You're 28th. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) Hey, kids, I competed in the Olympics. How'd you do, Dad? Well, I had to drop out. Oh, you're a pussy. I got frostbite on my cog. Oh. Oh, like, who would dispute that? Like, well, you, like, were you like second place? Like, no, I was 28. Oh, fuck. Go home. <laughs> yeah, hot, Run a hot bath. Get some hot chocolate in you. But that's what, like, dog, we grew up in Canada. So for us up here, I was warned about frostbite, you know, and like, if you warm up, don't warm up too quick because it'll be right. like your blood vessels burst and shit because of the fucking ice. And <laughs> it's like it exploded. <laughs> <laughs> what do you just like put a towel around it and cry? Like, yes, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh Fucking wow. poor guy. Poor fucking guy. Wow. I mean, that's that. I just, just nothing to show for it. Exploding cock. I guess that's better than an exploding dorm room. Uh, dorm room, excuse me. Police at Brigham Young University in Utah had to give an unconventional warning to students this weekend. Keep your experiments in the lab. The warning came after a student living in one of the college dorms attempted to make homemade rocket fuel and instead created a fireball that engulfed the walls. Out of boy. <laughs> the failed do-it-yourself project occurred Sunday afternoon where the unnamed resident had been making uh, the rocket fuel on their stove when the volatile mixture suddenly exploded into a fireball. Quote, the flames from the explosion had engulfed the walls and ceiling around the stove and the intense heat tripped the fire sprinkler system. Firefighters quickly secured the scene and were able to put out the remnants of the fire. Nobody was injured. However, 22 dorm residents had to be displaced because extensive fire damage to the building. You just come home, just like... <laughs> Hey, wh- what are you cooking over there? Uh, just some rocket fuel. Like, what? He's like, cooking, st- cooking some steel beams, bro. Maybe he was cooking, like, maybe he had, like, soup on one burner and the rocket fuel just, like, mixed them up. Like, no, no, the salt doesn't go in. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Whoa, man. Like, the Mormons are really up to something there. Bring them young, eh? Yeah, they're trying I, to take I, off, I mean, bro. that's right. They can't fuck. So they, they're not allowed to fuck because they, like, go to jail. So, like, you gotta, you gotta occupy you your mind other way. Fuel instead, <laughs> can't jerk off, can't fuck. So you're just like tapping. What if we just, what if we just cooked up some rocket fuel? Like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Like, stovetop experiments, bro. <laughs> Fucking hell. You know what? I can't judge too much. I was lighting shit on fire in college too. We almost burned yeah. down soggy in the fire in the in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> what did you, what did you do when you got a hold of that freeze spray or whatever the fuck you found? Or you we know? tried to. <laughs> Basically lit everything we saw on fire. Yeah. <laughs> 1,300 people lived in that building, by the way. That prison cell building with no other escape routes. <laughs> yeah, we were we were thought we were smart. We're like, we'll go into the, the brick showers, you know, and fucking it'll be all right in there. Except now, the shower curtain's almost lit up. 
correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you guys experiment with that so much that the fumes filled the air and then one of you lit it and like a flame, <laughs> like spr- like a quick burst of flame, like engulfed the whole room and like almost yes. burned all of you. Yes. And it was, yes. it wasn't all, it was Taylor and I, and nobody could comprehend or believe us when we're like, you guys have no fucking idea how big of a fire we almost just started. <laughs> like, Where would we be now? Um, well, I would not have an education. So still podcasting, <laughs> but you'd have no eyebrows, basically. Is it like? Yeah, I would have been fucking evicted, and we would have like probably never been friends again. <laughs> Where that guy go? Yeah, he burned the building down. I don't see him much anymore. <laughs> He's selling weed in Oshawa now. <laughs> Uh, so this is why you can't judge too hard, right? Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you're just as guilty. Who knows? Who knows what happened? Like life can take all sorts of paths, you know? Yeah. See, like was- I was still too dumb. I couldn't make rocket fuel. Cause if imagine if I could make rocket fuel in the bathroom, be like, yo, <laughs> check yo. out what I did. <laughs> Sounds like a concoction that a college kid, like we go, what, what is that? It's rocket fuel, bro. It's fucking a 40 of Bacardi mixed in with <laughs> say it's juggle juice with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel baby. <laughs> Woo! Oh fuck. Standing in the way of just about every housing project in Ontario is usually at least one voice of dissent that fits the NIMBY archetype, not in my backyard. We've all Okay, yeah, yeah. Know oh, what the good. NIMBYs are, right? Okay. So, but that term might be a bit outdated as a new class of anti-development crusaders have been identified by Ontario's Housing Affordability Task Force and a report packed with 55 recommendations and released in February. And it's bananas. Build absolutely nothing anywhere near anything. Or bananas. Jesus. Build absolutely nothing anywhere near anything. The task force report suggests that we could build one and a half million new homes in the province over the next decade. But it's a goal that's only achievable if developers can actually get shovels in the ground. Christopher Alexander, president of Remax Canada, agrees with the task force that, quote, the only solution to our housing crisis is simply to build more homes, explaining in a blog post that these efforts are being drowned out by cries of not in my backyard from homeowners who want to preserve the character and livability of their communities and from city mayors and councillors whose political futures may hang in the, ba- hang in the balance. Yeah, Bananas. Have- People have good property and they don't want their land value to go down. If you have like a nice, like quiet neighborhood, if you put up a, if you put up like a multiplex townhouse, it drops the value. So they're like, ah, there's too many low income people and blah, blah, blah. Just, just solve such sensible, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, there's some smart. space over there. Can we put up some houses? No. No. What the fuck are you talking about? Hey, I live here. I don't want other people living here. No, nobody my, can live here. My dog shit's over there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fucking have it, buddy. <laughs> Bana- I love the acronym though. That's Bananas. Build absolutely pretty, uh, nothing anywhere near anything. It's pretty quality. I dig that. The NIMBYs love their bananas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You can have a whole conversation with fucking like new age acronyms and terms. I swear to God, it sounds like you're speaking a different language. How about podcast about everything, anything and everything all the time? It's piazza. You didn't think that one through, did you? No, I didn't want. Why would I? Why would I bother? Well, do you? Because you'd have a cool one like bananas or NIMBY. It's true. If you can find a way to work podcasts into there, I can't. I know I should have yeah, did it yeah, off air. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real, real easy to talk shit when you've got nothing better, huh? 
That's what that's what this is, bro. That's what this entire podcast is. It's just <laughs> slinging shit when I have nothing to bring to the table. Hi, it's me pointing fingers at you. Well, that's in that pretty case, much it. In that case, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the current Russia-Ukraine conflict. I stand with the Taliban, okay? I stand with oh, the because Taliban. they stand with the Ukraine. Taliban has denounced the Ukraine-Russia war <laughs> and is asking and pleading the Russians and the Ukrainians. So to you're come to employing a proxy support, is what you are, right? It's in this instance, yes. Wow. Deep. You, the Islamic Emirati calls for restraint by both parties. All sides need to desist from taking positions that could intensify violence, said the statements put out by the group's foreign ministry. Yeah, but what so does Jaw Rule is, think? What does Jaw Rule think about this conflict? Jaw Rule literally tweeted. He was like, "End the end the war," or like, "Stop war." No, or end he, the, no, yeah, he. I, yes, he fucking did, bro. I saw it on Twitter. Well, then we need to. Then that's all we need. He's the expert. He's the guy we go to. We don't need the Taliban and their war war expertise. We need Jaw. We need Jaw. <laughs> but yeah, he like oh, actually man. did weigh in. I swear to God, it was like a, like a five surprised? word tweet. Why but, am I not surprised? He gets I mean, summoned every time there's a serious issue, right? Yeah. He's it, kind of like, I, I think he's accepted that role now that like Dave Chappelle. Do you think Chappelle he hates Dave Chappelle? Do you think he's like, you fucking turned me into this joke of like something serious happens and people at me on Twitter? Like, you know what? He needs, he's already a joke, man. He's behind that fucking fire festival shit. He got involved with that. You know, oh. so his name got dragged again. Like, Ja Rule, just taking L's, bro. But also, also, like, obviously winning. I mean, the guy still has way more fucking money than I do. Like, you're a fake Tupac. You got you got dissed by Eminem. You're a loser. It's like, okay. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here in my fucking, like, one-bedroom condo on my computer, and this guy's out here at fucking, you know, cruise ships with models. Yeah, yeah really- but, you know, you, eventually you'll become a world-famous podcasting personality, and uh, and then you could stick it to him. Then Then you'll be superior at last. And, and can talk down to these plebs who dare speak against you. Once I get my blue check mark, it's over. Oh, oh, just wait. Just wait. And then every time there's a conflict, you'll be able to like tweet out really basic platitudes and get like 80,000 likes and sell t-shirts. I stand with Ukraine. Boom, Whoa. done. Fuck. So brave. So brave. So strong. So, so empowering. Dig yourself out of that hole. Dig, dig, dig this episode out of that hole. I after, can't, we, I can't. after we tried to not dig into it, <laughs> even though even though you brought a story that was going to dig us into it anyway, I, I I couldn't help but bring up the Taliban supporting them. Like it's just what what reality are we living in where the Taliban's like stop war and we're like yeah go Taliban. Well, it's because everything gets boiled down to a two sided a binary. We process everything in binaries, which means that True. no matter, like the Taliban, it could be anybody. It could be anybody. It'd be like, are you this or that? Like, well, I'm, I'm this. Like, oh, shit. The Taliban's on the same side as Ryan Reynolds. That's weird, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two choices. Like, what the fuck Both else? Both Canadian heroes. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Look, guns, look, I, I've been obsessed with going back to guns.com. All right. Yeah, you have been. That's good though, because like I, I never traversed that it's page. So it's always nice. It's their journalistic stylings that I'm, I'm just enamored with. I just love the way they write their articles because they are so. They, there is no like, like, 
you know, journalism school training on that website. Like it's basically a blog, you know, and, and a love for ammunitions oh. and all things that throw them. Mm, just, just. I love when I cock my hammer. Oh my god! I just slide in my ammunition. This is this is this is direct from the article. This is not me stylizing the story. This is this is as written by the author. In a cringeworthy take on time-honored amorous holiday traditions, in lieu of flowers, cards, or candy, federal gun regulators instead urged narking for Saint Valentine's Day. (laughs) Quote. Valentine's Day can still be fun even if you broke up, said the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives in a post on its social media channels. Quote, do you have information about a former or current partner involved in illegal gun activity? Let us know, and we will make sure it's a Valentine's Day to remember. Yeah, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that sparks some people to be like, you know what? Fuck him. And they did. I I guarantee you that actually worked, bro. I'll tell you who wasn't impressed. Who's that? Guns.com. Not impressed at all by this infringement on their rights. On Twitter, this is again, this is direct from from the article. Yes. Infringement on their rights? Isn't the whole point that they're ratting on people who have illegal guns? No, because to to, to the Guns.com, to that, to the heart. It shouldn't be illegal. Exactly. Uh, There's uh, no such thing as an illegal gun. People can be illegal as fuck, but guns, no (laughs) such thing. So again, this is direct. This is the journalistic stylings of the person who wrote the article. On Twitter, the post was ratioed, drawing just 8,000 likes to 12,000 quote tweets and retweets, with a vast majority of those responding, having a negative take on the advice from the ATF. Quote, have you considered having your ex murdered by government proxy? Asked conservative commentator Hannah Cox via Twitter. Because if not, the ATF has a special Valentine's Day offer for you. Just, Just back up. Just... There's so much heat off that take. Just ooh, murdered by government proxy. Fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> roses, a hot bath, and having you killed by government proxy. Happy Nothing Valentine's sweeter. Day, Happy Valentine's, sweetheart. <laughs> I got you this. <laughs> oh, Knock on the door. Just just who is it? Is it a maybe a edible arrangement? Just no. ATF, open the door. No, it's a facial rearrangement. Open your fucking door. (laughs) Quote, this is very slimy of you guys to try to twist this day for your own benefit by encouraging people to turn on one another, said Beatrice Cardenas, a Republican vying for a seat in the California legislature, of course. So uh, this is kind of psychotic, noted Jessica O'Donnell of The Blaze. You know the blaze, the bl- right? Fuck the blaze, yo. Somewhere Jason Whitlock is probably shaking too, like, oh, blah, 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 like no. <sighs> I hate the blaze. I'm just, I'm mad that we didn't start a label with that name like 12 years ago. See, if we started podcasting in college, we could have taken that name and then the blaze as it is now wouldn't exist. Yeah, we could have helped the world, bro. See? See, yeah, it's the, it's the shots you don't take. Yeah. You know? Could have solved cancer. Could have solved cancer. Yeah, it's a problem. So you gotta solve it. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'll allow it. Build myself into that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So can you imagine that? Yo, happy Valentine's Day, you fucking whore. You cheated on me. So I called about that 32 you've got in the trunk of your car (laughs) illegally. (laughs) Hope you enjoy choking on his cock in prison. (laughs) 
Pitch. Wow. The vitriol. It was that's that story was just an amazing nexus of culture. I feel like. I mean, yeah, it's you've got the the blog culture, okay, intersecting with the gun culture, yeah, intersecting with the crazy ex culture, yeah, intersecting with the how is this a fucking culture? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like I should have I should have found the post. I should have just found more tweets and just read them because they would have been. Although I feel like we, I feel like that we got enough of a dose just from that. Dog, I, I like. Uh, there's certain things that I don't want to dive into online, and then there's other things I say that about, and then I end up diving into and regretting. Like, you know, watching that guy eat a hornet's nest. That was something. <laughs> was he singing a song too? Well, he this uh, this grown. Matt sends me a video of a grown man filming like a hornet's nest over his door. Was he like humming a tune or is he like humming like the battle hymn of the Republic or something like that? Like, yeah, but he was also talking about how some guy was a fucking pussy. So it sounded like he was talking about an, like an, an ex being with a new guy or something. Like it was oh. some weird shit. So he should have called the ATF like, is what he should have done. But absolutely. But he's going like, you're not a fucking man, bitch motherfucker. And like saying <laughs> shit like that as he's flexing and like grimacing films, this hornet's nest above his door, reaches up, grabs it and squeezes it as hard as he can in his fucking hand, just crushes it. Just, and then yeah. looks at the camera, like literally foaming at the mouth with his eyes watering and then fucking proceeds to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> it's, and then and like angrily grimaces at the camera after like eating, like ripping it through his teeth. Like yeah, I'm fucking We're gonna, doing this and you're We should have it. a vote this week. What, what video provided more entertainment? The dude dressed like Ronald McDonald smoking a Big Mac bong or the dude taking a handful of a wasp nest and, and eating it. Depends who the person is, because for me, I would say the Ronald McDonald hamburger, but for my girlfriend, definitely not that video. Cause I woke her up at seven in the morning and she's like, you need to get the fuck out of the bedroom. <laughs> need to work. You need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Different brands of entertainment. I mean, this doing the show with you mostly has been, has been eye opening to think that, you know, they say it takes all kinds. Like it, it does. The variety of people out there is, uh, let me, all right. So I'm on Twitter this week and I wish I had actually saved the thread because I screenshotted one thing from it and then I couldn't find it, but somebody was ranting in this and maybe, maybe anybody out there has seen this themselves, but there's this Instagram account. It's uh, it's private now. I don't know, maybe, maybe it caught wind and they privatized it, but it's, it's, it's how it's name. It's handle is at healing underscore in underscore. Okay. And what it is, is it's a, it's a married couple where the husband cheated on the wife and fathered twin babies with somebody else. And I'll just read you the bio. I'll just read you the bio because that's all I have access to. Again, I kind of lost this, but it says he hashtag betrayed our 28 year marriage and fathered twin babies. But joy comes in the morning. I don't know what the fuck that means. My marriage is healing and thriving. Now the account is like a. It's literally an Instagram account about a married couple where the husband cheated on the wife and had two kids with somebody else, and they're like documenting their post infidelity 
healing process. So they're obviously still together and that means they're raising these kids, but wouldn't those kids be with the mom? But, but the, they're still was, involved. Interesting. In the Twitter okay. thread that I found, there was a picture of the two of them and like the facial, the resting faces of these two people are like, not only are they, are they clearly destroyed by what's happened, but also like this weird, like, influencer campaign they're trying to start of like we're healing together is just so, like cringe maximum cringe well we're at a point now we're like we talked about this earlier right everybody needs to be heard online and influencing and yada yada like we even participated a little bit with this podcast but people put their entire lives out there and there's there's some fucking complete oversharers bro there's, there's, you know, these yeah. family vlog, like the video log channels, bro, on YouTube sure, that yeah, like yeah. take advantage of their kids. I and don't, like, but I can imagine like, yeah, dude, like there's just one family, um, you know, they fucking like make their kids do fucked up shit. They got, they got legally in trouble for it actually and got their channel shut down. But there, there's a bunch of channels like this where they'll like, I don't know, pick on their kids or, or show them fighting with their wives or, or doing stuff like this. But I stumbled upon one husband and a wife who were live streamed like after they had decided like they were going to get a divorce and they were just like oh, telling, God. telling oh. their channel this. They're like, but we're still friends. Ha ha ha. And the guy is obviously fucking like crushed and is like trying to deal with it. Cause she's the one that wanted to split up. She wants to fuck other dudes. Like it was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty clear, but okay. they need to keep their, their family vlog channel going. Well, it's like the cloning animals thing, right? Like I, I can't stop the Instagram account because the dog died. I just need the same dog cloned again. Exactly. Right. Like I need to keep pumping out content and making cash. So here this couple is talking about the fact that they're splitting up and she's like, yeah, you know, it was mutual. And like the guy, like you can see his no, eyes is like, no, no it, it fucking wasn't. wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and I'm oh, watching God, it. I'm like, dog. the only reason I watch it is because someone brought it up in the sense of like, this is fucked up. So I'm like, let me take a look. Right. But anybody that's like streaming in all the time, like why? Like and who's the audience for that shit, man? Like, I don't, I don't know. I, don't I saw know. I saw one this week on again on Twitter. It was a TikTok of this woman with her son, and it was like um, she's like giving him a haircut. But you know, like you get a haircut, they do like the spray bottle just to wet your hair a little bit. Yep, yep. And she was like, the start of the video was like uh, spraying my son until he says something. Yeah, right? that's a trend right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like a challenge. And but there on. was like another dude. There was like this other dude who like obviously like took the video and then like did his own video, like ripping this woman and being like, you're literally traumatizing your child into like the kind of things that will last them forever. And it's like, she like sprays them like once or twice. And the kid's like, Hmm, like too wet. And then she just sprays him again and again. It, like she sprays the kid until he's literally soaked. Like his shirt is soaked. He's covered. And like the kid goes from like, mom, why are you spraying me to like, mom stop like i don't like this too much and then it's like to the, and she's like la literally laughing her ass off she's literally sitting there being like oh, <laughs> oh my god isn't it so funny how how like dude the kid starts crying he's literally sitting there like water dripping down his face and his clothes like sobbing like <laughs> stop <laughs> it was like so brutal and this guy this dude who like i saw it through he was like you're literally teaching your kid that like your, his voice doesn't matter and that to speak up is futile and that like you aren't respecting that his like you're you're creating a kid who will grow up to not be able to set boundaries with people because he thinks the voice to share his voice doesn't go anywhere 
and all this stuff. And it was just like, this woman was like having the time of her life torturing her kid. <laughs> and ruining my kid. <laughs> yeah, like she was literally like in yeah, tears, like, <laughs> like spray, spray, spray. Your child is crying in front of you. Like, <laughs> fuck. Oh, that's, that's it, bro. Fuck. That's what happens that we live through these fucking glass boxes, man, that have access to the internet 24-7. Like, I'm a victim of it too, but like, I don't fucking beat my dog and be like, yeah. <laughs> like, you How know, many times can I kick my dog until it bites me? Like, it's, it's, it's a new challenge on TikTok. My dog will just fucking bite your feet without kicking That's it. That's true. Fucker. That's true. She's probably right there right now. She probably heard her name. Like, <laughs> she's sleeping on the couch right now. She passed <laughs> the fuck out. Little uh, chonker. Hey, this is just for you and I, the other people. You guys, I have a, I have a little Frenchie, but uh, we changed up her food. So she's put on a couple pounds, bro. She's, she's a little chonker now. Oh yeah, loving it. Healthy weight, poly? little little roly polier. Yeah, she put on That's like good. four pounds. And when you when you weigh eighteen and a half pounds, four pounds is a big deal. Twenty five percent increase or so. <laughs> exactly eh? right. So all right, she's a little chunkier now. She's cute, oh, boy. She's cutie. Boy, that just means that that just means she's gonna be lower maintenance for you a little bit, right? Well, no, it's higher maintenance now because like. The, there's times she'll try to jump up onto the couch and she oh, doesn't shit. make it. She's like, oh fuck! She's like, I'm not used to this. We've <laughs> like, all been there. You got it. She kind of sits and, uh, and then she makes it the second time. She's like, all right, I got this. <laughs> We're getting used to her own weight. Yo, I just came across this the other day too, man. Have you been paying attention to like the NHL or hockey at all? Oh, uh, fuck no. No, nah, see, like, I don't pay attention to hockey anymore either, but like I still follow sports center and stuff. Right. So thing just popped up a couple of days ago was the two year anniversary to the game that the Toronto Maple Leafs lost against their own Zamboni driver when he oh, played for the yeah. Carolina Hurricanes. It's like, that was one of my favorite fucking sports stories of all time. So for anybody that doesn't know, um, in NHL stadiums, every, you have to have an emergency goalie and the home team is responsible for this. So if you go to Carolina, it just, it has to be some guy that lives in Carolina. It could be anybody, but you have to have somebody in the building. That's an emergency, you know, it's essentially play. like every team has two goaltenders for a match, a match, mm-hmm. a, a game. <laughs> I just suddenly went European for a minute. Um, and if, and if it's, it's almost impossible, this is, this was the whole thing, right? Like it's almost, it's statistically improbable that you'd ever run out of two goalies in a game, but it happened this it one happened time for Toronto Carolina. when they were playing Carolina in Toronto. Right. So what happened was the Toronto Maple Leafs emergency goalie was their actual Zamboni driver. So the guy got called up and had to fucking play the game, but there's a rule where you are basically the emergency goaltender for both teams. It's not just Toronto. It's for both teams. So this guy actually, Toronto's Zamboni driver suited up for the Carolina fucking Hurricanes (laughs) and played against the Toronto Maple Leafs and stopped like 40 shots and beat the fucking Leafs. Stonewalled them. Yeah, stonewalled the Leafs. The Leafs lost (laughs) to their fucking Zamboni driver. A professional sporting event, dog. You lost to your Zamboni driver. I think it's one of the coolest stories in sports we've had in like the fucking the past. I don't know. It's, It's awesome. Fucking awesome. I loved that one. I like, and then I, all I could think was like, how come he didn't like get a shot? You know, how come the another team wasn't like, yo, fuck it. Come, come, come play at camp. You clearly can stop pro level players. Well, I think he, I think he was like a, like an AHL type player that was, you know, just like doing Zamboni shit. Wasn't on he the also side. like 38 years old. Or yeah. Like, he was like, older. And like, I think I he feel missed like the prime he, bro. Like, he played the game of his life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stood yeah. on his fucking head. I'd be yeah, shitting I, myself. Dog. I say that. I, I say that thinking that like if he got another shot, they'd be like, "Well, we started him the next week, gave up fourteen goals." Like, <laughs> ah, fuck. 
I just, it's like one of my favorite sports and fucking stories. So when it popped, I'm like, yes. Like, so embarrassing. It. The most embarrassing Maple Leaf uh, on a long list of embarrassing things about being a Leafs fan. That's right there. You're losing to your own goalie, mate. Losing <laughs> to your own Zamboni driver. Or sorry, to your own Zamboni driver. Uh, shout out to, shout out to, what the fuck is his name again? David Ayers. Shout out to David Ayers. David I gotta, Ayers. I gotta put some respect on that name. Well, shout out also to Gary Chambers a United States Senate candidate in Louisiana who went viral last month for smoking a blunt in a campaign ad while <sighs> burning a Confederate flag, decrying restrictive voting laws in his latest videos. In a one-minute video called, titled Scars and Bars, <laughs> yes. my God, dude. Chambers is seen wearing a camo jacket as he pins a Confederate flag on a clothesline and ignites it with a lighter. Right after, he cites the famous Declaration of Independence line, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal scars and bars i see this guy be real popular in fucking the southern red states in, in louisiana <laughs> <laughs> as the flag burns the louisiana democrat argues that inequality lingers and remnants of the confederacy remain in the south the candidate mentions gerrymandered districts and restrictive voting laws as byproducts of the confederacy he cites important facts about racial disparities in america the statistics of poverty etc cetera, etc cetera. smoking a blunt Gotta show the people what's good, yo. I'm a man of the fucking people. This guy's gonna get one percent of the vote. <laughs> Never yeah, be, be seen again. Yeah, but in his circle though, infamous. Like, yo, for sure. My guy ran for office smoking a blunt, Dude, burning a Confederate flag. If you ran for like the MP of your riding and was like, "What's up? I smoke blunts and podcasts." Like, imagine. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> wait a sec. We want to get the word idea. out about the show here. Hold on. <laughs> no, we just run for office. <laughs> we never considered the power of, of the free marketing of politics. We really should be harnessing this, shouldn't we? Yeah, dude. Like every time you get up and speak, you know, they put the camera on you. People are listening. You smoke a blunt and then you just enter and be like, subscribe to the show. Bye. Deuce. I got to start going to like city, city council meetings and shit. Counselors. I'd just like to inform you that in our district, we got some fucking fire going down every Friday. <laughs> Come and check out the fucking a podcast. Like, oh, sir, sir, he's please. back. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. <laughs> just come back in a wig and like <laughs> different clothes. The monocle on. <laughs> Mr. Tory. I'd just like to let you know <laughs> that we got some fire on Friday's <laughs> off. Fuck, he's back again. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. I like it. I can fuck with it. I can fuck with it. Check this one out. This was a this was a refreshing one. So I've, I've made a conscious effort in the past, I don't know, probably 15 or 20 episodes to not bring a lot of Florida stories. Like, I, I feel like I was going too hard for them before. But I had to dip my toes back into the water a little bit, and I got one for us, okay? This is, just, this is just peak Florida. So deputies in Florida have been pursuing a man who was wanted in connection with an armed robbery. So in Polk County, uh, Sheriff Grady, Grady Jude said deputies were trying to arrest Matthew Correa, 27 years old, as he was a suspect in a series of crimes, including an armed robbery. Correa was in a pickup truck when he stood through the sunroof with a rifle in one hand and a bottle of bush light in the other. He then broke, he then broke the bottle over his own head. Quote, the sergeant who was behind Correa was unable to see the bottle, heard the popping noise and believed Correa had shot at his deputies. The sheriff's office said in a news relief, the sergeant fired one shot at Correa, striking him in the neck. Now the injury is believed to be non life threatening. Okay. So he's recovering okay. in hospital. 
But what he had done originally was they stole a red Toyota pickup truck, uh, drove it down with his girl, and ended up abandoning it. And then at about 8.45 in the morning, Correa and his companion went into a tire store near Winter Haven and asked an employee for money. When the employee said no money was there, Correa pulled a rifle out during the du- out of a duffel bag, excuse me, uh, pointed the weapon at the employee, and started looking for some cash. So in fleeing from this is when the cops got him in his fucking truck, and this is when he stood up out of his goddamn sunroof with a bottle of bush light and yelled, fuck y'all, and smashed that shit over his own dome with a rifle and then got blasted in the fucking neck. This is the most American story maybe ever. Stood up through the pit, the sunroof of his pickup truck with a (laughs) rifle and a bottle of bush light and then was shot by the police. (laughs) He's 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 got a gun. Is this guy running for for Congress? I mean, like, what's yeah. going on here? Where's your blunt? <laughs> <laughs> I just I love the fact this guy smashes a bottle over his head. You know he's on some like fucking fuck y'all come get me. You know, just smash. Yeah, he's got a teardrop tattoo. You know, so he's a uh, does he? Okay. He does. Been around the block a few times. He's a hot boy with a teardrop. Yeah, I got shot in the neck and survived, bro. He's, he's recovering, non-life-threatening. Like, you know how lucky you are, dog? You know how fucking lucky you are? Get blasted Scars out of your bars, sunroof? dog. Scars and bars. Like, what know? else are you going to shoot at when the guy's sticking out of his sunroof? Obviously, his head and his neck. Like, I'm, I'm trying to drop you. You got a rifle. I was going to say, that's a hell of a shot by the cop. I mean, you're supposed to aim center mass, you know? Maybe he did, and he missed and hit him in the neck. And was like, oh, shit. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> he just domes this guy? Bam. How does that guy only get shot once? Like, he's white. He's white. Well, just yeah, so you know. I know. I just, <laughs> why did I ask? Why did I ask? Why did I ask? You know, that's right. That 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 story usually results in I. He was then he was then shot 148 times. Cops like reloading their clips. Like I got to shoot more. I don't understand how you think you heard a gunshot when if your gun is aimed at this guy and you see him smash a bottle over his own fucking head that you're not like. That was the sound of a bottle. You're just like waiting and you just, the bottle breaks. You just drop the guy. I mean, it's almost like, <laughs> man, it's almost like there's a current criticism of law enforcement not being adequately trained enough to handle complex, violent situations like that. Anyways. Anyway, anyway, you know. Christie's just- Auction House confirmed that it is hosting an auction that includes a doghouse from Costa Rica that was struck by a meteorite on April 23rd, 2019. The occupant of the doghouse, a German shepherd named Rocky, classic name, wasn't injured during the incident, although the dog was understandably startled by the event. (laughs) Now, the doghouse is up for auction, expected to sell for between $200,000 and $300,000. Why? Bro, there's too much money. There's too much money on this planet. The auction is part of an online-only series called Deep Impact, Martian, Lunar, and Other Rare Meteorites, which is running until February 23rd. The meteorite itself that struck Rocky's house will also go up for auction, expected to sell between $40,000 and $60,000. Why? What the fuck are you talking about? Okay. The meteorite's forty to sixty. dollars The doghouse it hit is expected for $200,000? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh my god! Yeah, like I could see people paying, you know, a couple hundred grand for like a, a fucking actual meteorite. Like if you have that cash, you got like some Elon Musk money. You're like, Yo, that's a meteorite that fucking hit Earth, bro. Like, ain't nobody got this shit. Who cares about the doghouse? 
Who gives a, a fuck? A, apparently, they care five times more. You're so upset about this. You're like, the, just like the value of anything on Earth is so nonsensical. Why is the doghouse worth that much money? Because we said it's worth that much money. Okay, that's the price. Exactly. Because we could speculative assets that have no real tangible values. It's like the NFTs are like we joke about NFTs, True. but then you look around and you're like, it's the exact same thing everywhere. It's the exact same thing everywhere like i've seen the doghouse the picture it, it's like it's like sheet metal it's not like a beautiful victorian like hand paint like no it's like a it's like a sheet metal piece of shit with a hole in the roof so like, <laughs> what is that it's a two hundred thousand dollar doghouse that i i bought and i put it in my backyard and it sucks when it rains like yeah talking about a fucking investment eh <laughs> I bought this, like, I built this fucking shed from Home Depot, and now it's worth 200 grand. And this sounds like a Toronto housing market. Like, the, just everything human beings do is just like, nothing is worth real. that much. Everything is made up, dog. Yeah. Whose line is it anyway? Had it right. <laughs> <laughs> the points are made up. What is it? The score doesn't matter. And the points are made up. That's, that's yeah. life. Pretty fucking much, man. Yo, shout out to the dog, Rocky, bro. Like, you're all right, man. You got hit by a yeah. fucking meteor. I'll that buy the dog for $200,000. That dog survived a meteor strike, for fuck's sake. You're right, though. We really do just fucking stick on the most bullshit values to shit. And just be yeah. like, yep, that's what it costs. If you don't like yeah. it, someone else will pay it. It's $83 in sheet metal. It's, it's $200,000 because a rock hit it. Rock sold separately. <laughs> Not even included. Imagine you're like, did you, what'd you win? Oh, I won the doghouse. Oh, but did, you got the media right too, right? No, no. Some other guy, some Bitcoin investor guy. Yeah. He won that one. I, I got the, Yo, when you buy like a, a $40 child's toy and doesn't come with batteries, you spend 40 bucks. When you buy a $200,000 object, yo, it better come with the fucking other part. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not a, not not a combo platter, eh? Or if you get a all. discount, you can buy both. I can get two hundred for both. Fuck me, sideways. Well, you just... know what the solution is? We just got to get hit by meteorites, bro. We just got to put <laughs> stuff out there and just you know get our own fucking wealth going on if, here. If one came right through the like the side of my house right now, I would like, I I'd like go get a drill and like cut out a big square of my wall and be like, this is mine. It's worth five hundred thousand dollars because I said so. Like. <laughs> As your landlord knocks on your door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's mine. <laughs> that's mine. Thank you. No, it says here in my lease that anything that smashes through the walls is in fact mine. It was like that, uh, it was like that Banksy thing, right? Where like his his painting like self-destructed at the auction. And, like and then it became worth up. more money. Like it's worth more now. Like, why? <laughs> like because a thing happened to it. Like, okay. <laughs> Do you want to buy the scraps for three million? <laughs> yeah, like oh, what is this now? We're selling a coffee table. It looks like a normal coffee table, but in fact, Adolf Hitler once stubbed his pinky toe on this coffee table. We'll start the bidding at four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Do I hear four hundred sixty thousand dollars? Four hundred eighty thousand? Like <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Just invent value. Just invent value, bro. I gotta. This is the life I gotta live. I watch enough of these fucking like. Netflix documentaries on like scammers and the Tinder yeah. swindler. I don't know if you saw that one. <laughs> the, the, the Tinder tin, swindler. Tinder. <laughs> God damn. I can't talk. I can't fucking talk, bro. 
<laughs> oh, I know what you mean, though. I mean, but yeah, people just like it, you can just be whatever you want, dog. You just fake it. Like, what yeah, if? What if we? I mean, I live right here by Western Stratum, big astronomy department. What if I sneak in, steal a moon rock, smash it through the hood of your car, like puncture a hole, like literally just smash a hole in your car, and then be like, "Look, it's a moon rock." His car is worth $500,000 now. Look, the proof is right here. Rock sold separately. But like, it's, can we not, can we, can we scam? Steal a moon rock, punch a hole in something, sell what you punched a hole in for like a, a stupid amount of money and then sell the rock again. See, my issue is that I'm not, I'm not, I'm smart enough to get that far, but I'm not smart enough to be like, get the dent, the correct shape. Like actually this hit at 700 kilometers an hour and therefore it would have right. broken in at this. Like some people are going to come try to verify that shit. You know what I mean? It's tough, yeah. bro. You just it's pay tough. them off. <laughs> yeah. Just pay them off. Like, yo, listen, shut hey, the dog, fuck this, up. this is, this is authentic. Like the Guinness world record guy. Like. Just show up. I wonder what his price is. I wonder what the Guinness price is for a guy that's smashing eggs on the floor in an upside down bridge position. Like, listen, you're is, gonna- I want to interview one of those guys. Be like, Doc, what if you like? What I want to know is, I want a video from Guinness and stories from these record verifiers of all the things that they get called to that aren't records, like all the things that didn't make the video because it was like, nah, it, you know. He, he, he tried to upside. He tried to break enough eggs upside down with his head, and the record was actually he only got forty one. The record's actually forty eight. So, oh, dude, that's the best stuff, bro. Because have you seen the video of the guy that goes on like national TV that's supposed to break watermelons with his forehead and like can't break any of them? Yeah, there you go. Oh, dude, mean. it's the most entertaining shit ever. It's just this guy slamming his skull against <laughs> watermelons over and over. He can't break a single one. It is like it is top tier entertainment, bro. Don't you think that you would, you know? like have tested this out beforehand like you would think right no the water bones are too, too tough <laughs> too, too hard put them must them in be the, the batch must be the batch i don't, don't you leave them in the sun <laughs> yeah but <laughs> it's just fucking oh my god slamming his skull against them it's top tier crazy top crazy fucking, fucking tier. world what else you got <sighs> illinois 50-year-old okay. Martel Williams was wrongly accused of shooting a local dollar store employee in the, uh, in the face on February 4th. Whoa. Quote, the officer said that multiple people came to them and told them that it was me, said Martel Williams, the teen wrongfully accused of shooting the employee. The high school freshman, who was also on the basketball team, was confirmed to be at a game in Lincolnshire at the time of the shooting. A timestamp photograph uh, provided by the family was even helped to clear the kid. So... 100% deny, but like, no, I was at the fucking game. Here's my perfect alibi. Yeah. So, boom. Williams has pulled out of class in front of all of his classmates. The dean came down and got me and walked me to her office. And once I reached her office, there were two police officers. And as soon as I got in, they didn't tell me anything. They said nothing to me. They just said, you're under arrest. Okay, no problem. Now, flanked by his mother and his attorney, Williams said that the officers offered him McDonald's in exchange for a confession. <laughs> He didn't even know what he was being accused of at the time. They didn't even tell me a shooting was involved. Now, his, his, uh, his attorney here is quoted as saying, they just said, hey, it wasn't your fault. Just tell us you were defending yourself. Just go ahead and tell us you were there, and we're going to let you go home. Oh, yeah. So this kid, who was a perfect alibi, gets called down, arrested, isn't told what he's being arrested for, and then asked to fucking give himself up, and they try to bribe him with McDonald's to say he fucking did it. 
It's like, this is like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Like, what would you do for a Big Mac? Would you subject yourself to a life sentence in prison? Would you say you shot a store clerk in the face and take the rap? Yo, is this like, is this what like fucking guys in the hood do? Like, yo, listen, I need you to take a rap for me. All right. All right. I'm going to give you some McDonald's. Don't worry about oh, it. I'm get- sure in criminal organizations, the, the payoff is better than like, you know, we'll take care of your family. Your your girl and your kid will be fine until you get out from your bit. Not like, are you here's your McDouble combo? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for taking the rap, bro. See you in 12 years. Some guy's like, yo, we got some like hard hitting police strategies. This is a 15 year old man. Just make him feel safe. Give him some McDonald's. He'll it's tell like you, you shot a murderer in the face. shit. It's like the making a murderer shit, right? The like, yeah, just say this- you killed her and we'll let you pee. Like, okay. Like, <sighs> Only the best. Yeah, see, like, I'm a... Now that I'm an adult, I can say this. As a kid, I'd be shitting myself, obviously, right? Be like a 15. Be like, what the fuck? Man, they're committing. Now, as an adult, I'd be like, because I know I didn't do it and there's zero evidence and I have an actual alibi, I'd be like, yeah, get me the fucking McDonald's. Go. This is exactly what I want. I'll tell you everything you want to hear. And I'd eat the whole fucking thing and I'd be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Give me a lawyer. There's <laughs> <laughs> probably something that, like, he ate the burger. That means he's guilty. <laughs> go to court and uh did you eat the big mac when they offered it to you well but yeah but like i knew like oh that's guilty guilty <laughs> shit did you get the new mcchicken with the szechuan sauce <laughs> yes yes yes, <laughs> yes. it's so spicy people, people like you make me sick <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, quality police work Again, Absolutely, quality brother. police work. Absolutely, man. You got a 15-year-old in here that's like fucking shitting himself, thinking about the rest of his life evaporating in front of his eyes because some guys can't fucking put two and two together, do some actual police work. No, I mean, like, what's that conversation? It's like the dudes who got caught with the Pokemon Go, the cops, playing Pokemon oh instead God. of responding to an armed robbery. Like, I wanted, I wish I had a transcript of their conversation beforehand. Like, oh, fuck, oh, bro, like, it's a Snorlax. It's a Snorlax. Dog. A fucking Snorlax. Like, Jam- and Jameson's a fucking Shots asshole. Fired. This is a fucking Snorlax, though, dog. <laughs> How do we rare. better pass this up? <laughs> uh, let me let me run something by you, uh, okay. since I feel like you've had an experience, relatable experience. So um, this is something local, actually. A new immersive experience that's coming to Toronto soon is giving a whole new meaning to getting lost in a good book. Okay. The people behind Toronto's immersive Van Gogh, Klimt, and Frida, Frida Kahlo exhibits is now tackling something entirely new, a new virtual reality journey called The Library at Night. Mm. Another VR money grab, you bish. <laughs> Sensory experience takes you on a virtual tour of iconic libraries you'd never normally be able to experience all in one night, located in places like Sarajevo, Japan, Mexico, and Copenhagen. Never leave. Your, you don't have to go anywhere, baby. We could see the world right here. Doug, it's literally just a room with white walls. That's all it is. And you sit down in the middle and they put shit on the fucking walls out of a projector. You will get a peek at spots like Austria's Admont Abbey, Japan's Hasadera Temple, Mexico's Vasconcelos Library, Canada's Library of Parliament and the Library of Congress in Washington, but also the Library of the Nautilus from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea or the Alexandria Library of Past and Present. Past and Present. That shit doesn't exist anymore. 
uh, I Shit burnt. You get to see the pre-burnt and the post-burnt, I guess. There's some fucking but paintings of it, I guess. Yeah. You get to see the library from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. What the fuck? That guy's got a library. I don't know. I didn't read the book. You can sign up for access to tickets for the immersive library at night experience now. So if these libraries have always been on your bucket list, this is your chance to give them a virtual preview. Oh my God, how they can suck money out of your wallets now. Like I would love to go see those libraries in person and walk through them and feel the giant fucking walls and be like, touch some ancient leather, be like dank. But sitting in a room where you're just going to show me some photos of them. I'm going to be like, wow, I was, I was there. It was really felt, felt alive. That's what I mean. Like, can you read the books or is no, it like, I'm like, just, I'm just in a library. That's what I mean. Like, and it takes like 45 bucks probably, bro. They're not cheap. Like, well, this is the, again, this is the same people behind the Van Gogh thing. Clearly this was a really good business idea because people were like, yeah, sure. $240 to see Van Gogh for a day. When I saw the Van Gogh thing, like we walked in and I'm, I'm going to be honest. I was very fucking confused. I'm like, why am I just, I thought I was going to an interactive art show and I walk into just a white room and they're like, sit on the floor. You can get a cushion, but you have to pay for it. I'm like, no, no, they didn't know. You're yeah, fam. Yeah. You had to get like this, like, you had to get like the VIP tickets and they could give you a seat cushion for the floor. Off. Did I'm you bring serious. your own pillow in or were they like no external no, pillows? Probably allowed? not. I mean, <laughs> I'm dead serious. So Haley and I walk in, we're like, what the fuck is this? And this show starts. And like, don't get me wrong, it was kind of cool. It wasn't worth 45 bucks or whatever. I will say by the end of it, I was like, all right, it was better than my initial, like, what the fuck is this uh reaction? Like I, I kind of enjoyed it, but it's really just a it's it's a fucking blank walls all around you that they just shoot a projector on. So it's not like interactive. It's not like I walk up and flip some fucking pages on a like a book or like check out some VR I'm, art. I'm sorry. I like I just can't get over the fact that they charged you extra for a cushion. Mm-hmm. Like I, I the VIP I'm, seats. I'm stuck on that. You know what? <laughs> We're gonna release a new version of the podcast where it's gonna be about 20 minutes shorter because you're gonna get nothing but like the, the stories. You're just gonna get the stories, but all the jokes and the messing around and the conversation. Uh, that's actually going to be on our Patreon page. You're going to have to pay us a couple bucks a month to get those. So, you know, that's premium content. You know, for the record, now let me be let me be very transparent here. I'm pretty sure you had to pay for them because when we walked in, we were given no cushions, and I only seen a sparse couple of people that had them, um, and they were like behind the counter. So it was like I could see them there, but it wasn't like the girl was like, "And here's your cushion," you know what I mean? So, uh, and I just bought like the general fucking the general admission or whatever. Right. So I'm pretty sure you had to you pay for get the VIP premium pass. No, I'm so glad if I would have bought the VIP for that, I would have been so fucking mad. Like you tell me it's a white room. You're telling me this is the <laughs> VIP experience. I get to sit on a fucking lawn chair cushion. You get like one of those things you get. If you go to like a Packers game, you know, like a stadium yes, with the steel exactly benches. It. Like, yes. Here you go. Like Wait, do you, sit, do you sit on Van Gogh's face? How does that work? <laughs> no, it's it was like literally just like a fucking square cushion like you would put out on your lawn chair and leave out in the rain. No design? No I starry was, night? Nothing? I, like I think there was like a little yellow like like Van Gogh or like the or the exhibit logo on it. That was starry it. Night, starry Night was Van Gogh, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, it was. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, why don't you wouldn't want to I offend need, the art nerds? You know? I need you to stop and I need you to turn your head about 75 degrees to I know, the left. I know it's there. I just don't know if that, I couldn't remember if that was a Van Gogh or not. This guy's got Van Gogh in his wall behind him. Could have been Rembrandt. Like, I don't the fuck do I know. I don't, I don't even know who Rembrandt is, bro. I don't know. He's, I think he's a guy who paints. I think. 
<laughs> my name is Dan. My co-host here is Matt. This has been the 70th episode into another another decade of episodes. This is episode 70 of the fucking A podcast. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for, thank for you. Thank you. escaping reality with us for an hour. Um, no an hour and change a week. I mean, it's very This, this is important. our escape from reality. So, like, I, I, it makes me happy to know that there's some other people that use it for the same methods. Yeah, I'm just going gonna, gonna to turn back on my existential dread as we fade out and the music kind of fades in, but uh, tell a friend about the show. If you like it, uh, you know, show them, show them how to find the show, um, subscribe, you know, give it a rating or a review, you know, whatever you want to do. It's, we don't ask much to support the show just to, just to remember we exist every week. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram for little updates and this and that here and there at fucking a podcast, F U C K I N E H P O D C A S T. Email the show if you've got uh, something you want to contribute. Uh, has Matt aggravated you with his terrible jokes? Uh, F-N-E-H podcast at gmail.com. Reach out. Say hello. Or just, you know, share, share wisdom. Don't say hi. Yeah, just share a little wisdom with us. The show is also up at fucking A's on YouTube as well. Not video, but, you know, if that's your preferred manner, you can search it. I believe I said this last week. I have defeated YouTube's search algorithms. And if you search the name of the show does show up take that suck my fucking dick uh also i i have actually come around to uh putting together uh sort of a little bit of show notes for every episode this is going to go on the website uh disinformed.ca slash fucking a or just disinformed.ca you can find the fucking a page there just every week just going to be a little collection of links uh to the stories we talk about and maybe some of the other stuff that we we get into uh here and there if i'm if I'm paying enough attention during editing to write it down, you know, some, some of the things that we get into videos and jokes and funny stories, there's going to be a whole collection of links. So check that out as well. If you're so inclined, um, I hear that's what podcasters usually do is have things like show notes and, uh, we're just, you know, 70 episodes. We're catching up. We're trying to pretend like we belong. Trying to pretend, but as we've learned, isn't everything a speculative asset of value? <laughs> yeah, for real dog. <laughs> It oh, really fuck. is. We're just going to make it up. We're, yeah, that's right. We're the best podcast that you could ever fucking listen the to. The funniest fucking show out there. 10 right? out of 10. 10 out of 5. 10, 10, 10 out, out of 5. five. It's a shit. Absolutely phenomenal. Whatever your rating scale is, max it. <laughs> double it. Double, double it. it. Max it. It's double, all double. arbitrary and the points dollar eighty three for a medium, bitch. Is, it, is, that, is that the going rate right now? I think so. Okay. I think so. It's good to know. It's good to know. Next time I go for a medium coffee. Uh, come back again for episode number 71. Thanks again for listening, folks. We appreciate you. Stay sane. Stay safe. Matt, wisdom. Harding. Yeah. Uh, be cautious of looking at your phones too much with this whole Ukrainian situation going on, as yes. I have already fallen into. I mean, obviously, keep yourself informed doom here. Doom scrolling. But doom scrolling here is, is not good for anybody. And also be, you know, be aware that you're going to get some biased news sources. Uh, so just also, can we, if you're a person who's inclined to filter the world through your own lens, through social media, could you just fucking not right <laughs> now? Like, could you just, could you just pass this one up and maybe, I don't know, shut the fuck up for a minute. Like, like do, you don't need your selfies your facial selfie interpretation of things. Just, just shh, shh, shh.
And one quick final shout out to Zelensky. That fucking quote, bro. That's the most badass quote I've heard of all time. The Americans offer the guy an evac out of the country. I don't, need a, I don't need a ride. I need ammo. Yeah. I don't need a ride. I need anti-tank ammo. What a fucking badass. And on that note, thank you for joining us. Y'all have a good fucking Sunday. Start with comedy. Start with a comedy. know where you'll end up, eh, bro? I think they fake the way juries be. Fade the way I fake juries. They white in the way flurries be. My connection, huh? Hush your fuss. I hit corners like I be drifting. Then I go make a mix for that bread. I'm selling different. I connect the bitch. I want more packs. He said he'll get me. Lucky I don't fucking rob him. But I'll just wait till he get me. Fuck him. Ain't no dealers out working these type of rocks. I can find the rest of off that pack. I'm like the rock. And then I go dish a bit to them cool kids, the Mikey Rocks. I'm counting cash until my fingers look wither than Megan Fox. Uh, with a rock up, stashing my dash to lock up. Pass within the dark up, located a few blocks up. No getting locked up like companies get my stock up. Then hit a few blocks up, it changed me like kissing frogs. Uh. Some places more controversial than Maury. Lordy, I think this money more precious than newborns. It's lovely. You find me mixed in that green like croutons. They ain't ass, so I won't tell them I'm serving. They full on. They won't know until I tell them I got it. I'm RuPaul. Ooh, dog, I ditched. I'm block roaming. You the type to get your family in trouble. Nico and Roman. No, I'm moving cheap packs through the hood. You call me Roman. You a sitting watching fill up like you blood donor they try and kill for white girl i feel like emmy shit no disrespect it's just the only way they get it yeah. makes a little something in it shit if greg would say he'd probably say i'm so in it